Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Puzzles. Puzzles. I know. Puzzles. Puzzles and me are not friends. (laughs) Puzzles and me are next door neighbors with barbecues in the backyard all the time. (laughs) I'm not good at them, but I enjoy the crap out of them. I hate them. Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. Alright, is this on? Yeah, it's on. Hey, you guys. Listen up. Uh, yeah, you guys listening to this right now, we could really use your help. Um, we want to bring better quality content, and we need your help to do it. First, consider sharing uh, this episode and all our other episodes on whatever social media links you have. Um, you can also consider looking at the merchandise shop or click on listener support. Now, listener support is a monthly donation that helps with the equipment for better sound quality and it can be as low as a dollar a month or as high as twenty dollars a month it's completely up to you but we want to bring you a better sounding quality podcast and we can't do it just by ourselves so if you guys can help us out we can bring you a better podcast and that sounds like a heck of a good deal so until then stay safe have fun and if you haven't already Enjoy the episode. Oh, Celine now dispels magic. That's a good idea. She cast dispel magic. Yes. On it. Um, I don't remember. If it's third or lower, it's automatically dispelled. Right. It, it's going to be higher than that. Okay. So then she has to roll a. Uh, oh, give I know me it's some second. kind of a check. Yeah, it's it's ten plus spell level. Well, I, I already knew that. I'm talking the actual check. I don't know what the check is. So DC is equal to ten plus the spell's level. I have to roll it. Um, makes an ability check using my spell casting ability modifier. So, <clears throat> so. Yeah, that's only a 12. 12? She goes to cast the dispel magic on it. Yep. And little uh, 
discharges of radiant electricity, like static shock, start to go. Another flash goes as somebody else pops through. Zabak immediately recognizes the individual. The line disappears, and this guy is now standing here. This freaking archer man, right? No. It's the assassin that was trying to go after you. Ah, crap! As you finally made your save, you broke the barrier of reality between the book and the material plane, and the failed dispel magic spell caused an actual crack in that barrier, allowing the assassin to escape the book with you. Initiative! Yeah, this is some crap. Simple. Mercer disengages. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, man. Zabak. Hang on. Can Zabak give you her javelin of returning as a, as a reaction? No. This action? <coughs> I tooted. I apologize. Barrel, uh, this whole time, has been uh, just floating around the automaton librarian over here. Yep. Just as a, uh... Barrel, get friend. back! Woohoo! Sort of thing. Alright, what did... Um, hang on. I need this, and I need this. Assassin, locked on. Um, we were on initiative, right? Yes. You know what I said? Okay. Um, we're going to backtrack from initiative real quick, because I just thought about this. I was reading creating a spell in the DMG, and I think we're going to change how that open lock spell works, because it was something I just homebrewed. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be a cantrip, mm-hmm. but it's going to be similar to your, like your firebolt spell, except when you cast it, if you would normally beat the locks AC, instead of doing damage to it, you unlock it. Nice. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. So, you're not going to be rolling any type of damage. It's a, do I make it or don't I make it? Kind of thing. Okay. Alright. Um, so, back to initiative. I've got the assassin guy and locked ons. What did Esther get? 17. What did Celine get? Uh, she got a 15. Zabak? 12. And Mercer? 5. Ooh. Um, we'll play in favor of Mercer. So Mercer is going to go before the assassin. Of course the freaking assassin goes last. NPCs always seem to go last. Oh, it's going to go... Uh, Okay, it's gonna go Esther, um, Celine, Locked On, Zabak, Mercer, Assassin Dude. So, Esther, what are you doing? say no green on the uh, 
Yeah. For whatever reason, they bleed into the map. And I will one of my other markers. Fine, you want to see me do a different spell? Here's a different spell. Firebolt. Oh, no. Did you just say firebolt? Or the, they're the attempt of, and doesn't sound like it went well. What did you do? I rolled a one. Um, roll again. Oh, God. oh natural 20. Okay, so you don't critically fumble, you just missed. Puff of smoke comes out of my hand. Oh, man, that's not right. Lockdown's just looking at you like, we really need to work on your spell casting. Shut up, man. Celine's turn. Uh. Hey, what do you know? It, it's humanoid, right? Um. It looks humanoid? It looks humanoid. The way it describes it here is a tall, evil figure wreathed in darkness. Sure, let's try this. She goes, well, after all that arguing about it, hold person. Nah. And cast hold person. <laughs> yeah. What does she need to roll? Uh, I'll tell you here in a second. It is uh, a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. All right. That is a nine. That is a fail. It is paralyzed. Alright. Celine's got him held. Um, actually, from where Celine is standing, she... Well, she, she would pop in the door, keeping eye contact. Um, so, on the other side of uh, Locke. Well, Locke is standing right in front of the doorway. Yeah, she basically pops her head in. Whole person. Okay. So, in this case, we're going to do one of those quick move things. So, he'll shift over five feet, and she'll shift into the doorway, in front of the doorway here. Because of where he's standing, just popping your head in is not going to be enough. You actually have to have full-scale line of sight, not just a little sliver of... That's fine. Um, okay, so she's concentrated on holding... Yep, and he is paralyzed. Ah. So it is locked So he can't on. move or speak... Creatures automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. It's a critical hit if they're within five feet? Uh-huh. They're basically, they're making a melee attack. Lockdown quickly looks at Selene. Did you just paralyze him? I did. Excuse yeah, me. Buddy. As he starts to pull his hammer out. Batter up! Now, here's the real question. Now he walks in the room and see if they make that charisma saving No, the, the book isn't active right now. Good. <coughs> he just kind of, eh, see what the, do I want to do face, chin, nose? Just kill it. Get him. Right here to chin. Oh, by the way, he has advantage on yes. that already. Doesn't he? Never mind, I don't need to do that. Here Come on, shoot! 
<laughs> it's not a crit, but it's an 18 on the roll, and I know 18 beats the automatic crit. Yeah. Oh, if it hits. Yeah. If you hit, it's an automatic crit. That's right. <laughs> the joys of a paralyzed target. Uh, yeah, buddy. So you remember before when I said I don't like it when the NPC gets the big whammy? Mm-hmm. Nick Lockdown's about to get the big whammy. Oh, man. All thanks to the secondary character going, yeah, you can, you can just hold it right there. <laughs> Oh, big nasty guy. Don't move. There you go. <laughs> Lord. Freeze! Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I was expecting you to go, put your hands up. Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> so I want to freeze. All right, so. Um, I didn't say it, so we're not going to include the booming blade into it. So I need that D8. For the initial attack, I need this D8 for the shock, and I need a D6 for the flame, and for our players, I'm going to double the rolls I get, I'm not going to re-roll them. That was a 5, so that's 10, that's a 3, so that makes 6, that's 16. And that was a little two, so that's another four. So a solid 20 points. Well, this guy's got way more hit points than I thought he does. How about that? All right. So 20 points. So Mercer sees this. I'm assuming Zabak sees this. As he just comes right up with the hammer and he's like, right about there. Boom! Nice. And there's just this discharge of flame and uh, shock that comes off. And he goes, I can do better. I think I can do better. Okay, now you're just showing off, man. How often do you actually get a target that doesn't move, but is still trying to kill you. Fair. <laughs> as, as, you know, it's Celine's the in there and, like, she's focusing on the spell. She also goes, it has a chance to break the spell on it at the end of its turn. And she's hanging on to the spell. She shouldn't be straining that much unless she takes damage. No, but she still has to focus on and concentrate. So she's, like, you know, mentally focused on, like, you ain't moving, dude. And looks over at Zabak and goes, Well, then, how about you step right up and try it? Because it's Zabak's turn. Oh. You have advantage on your tax. Oh, that's right. I'm taking that. Okay, that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. That's a what? Dirty 20 to hit. It's an automatic crit. Yeah, so I double the roll damage. Is blue okay on these? Try it. We'll see what happens. It's double the rolled damage, right? Doubled the rolled dice. Double the rolled damage. dice. 
That's going to be 28 points of damage. Nice. For my first attack. How much? 28 points for my first attack. Write that down. 28. All right. And for my next attack, that's going to be 22 to hit. Automatic crit. All you have to do is hit. And another 28 points of damage. Really? Same thing twice? Close enough. Right, hang on just a sec. That's 56. Yeah. <laughs> so in one swing, I'm... Two correct swings. me if I'm wrong here, but in my mind I'm seeing the bat going... All right, you crazy son of a... You've been chasing me long enough. Now you're going to get to see what it feels like. Swing, swing. Yeah, pretty much. And in those two swings, this guy went from... I'm not feeling too bad to... Get back. Get back. As it can't even make us... It can't even do that. Yeah, no, it can't do that. But Like... You're looking at this thing. He doesn't look like he can take another hit. Period. One hit point syndrome? No. I just, I know how strong you guys are. And it's very hard for any of you to do one point of damage at this point. Um, so that was Zabak's turn. It is Mercer's turn. Mercer kind of looks at him for a second and goes, <laughs> Get him. Oh. He see he mouths it, even though no one hears it. He goes, oh yeah, you can't move. Mithril spear, <laughs> two hand. What time Mercer's actually helpful? Oh Lord. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Good job. Well, he may still miss. Huh? He may still miss. What you roll at advantage? What did you roll? I rolled a six and an eight. Oh my god! So the uh, see, that's going to yeah, that's what we're talking about. What was that? That's my bug zapper. Oh. That's that's going to be a fourteen to hit. You missed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no. So he sits there and tries to jab him, and walks <laughs> off. Lockdown's looking at him going, you missed. How did you miss? You're less than five feet from him. So you all, you, you, you see, so that's what happens. He does this, flips him off, turns that lock, sees him say that too, and he goes, and he walks off. off. Too. Okay. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? <laughs> 25 feet that way. So 5, 10, 15, 20, right to here. Is yep. it my turn? Is it my turn? As, Hang on. As he just, as he just like, okay, screw this, I'm out. If your son wasn't in the next room. Well, I mean, you know the tune. Do, 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 do. Um, 
That was Mercer. It's actually his turn, so saving throw again? So, uh, yeah, at the end of his turn, he has to make a saving throw. Well, he can't do anything, so... Correct. Straight to the saving throw. It's wisdom. Yep. Right. It was unwise to attack this party. That's uh four. Yeah. Nope. She's like, nope, still got you. I got you, fool. You're not going anywhere. Uh-huh. Top of the line. Esther. All right, all right, all right. Um, Don't worry, I'm here to clean up your mess. Magic missile! Doesn't it say you have to have line of sight? Don't I? Yes, you have to be able to see the target. Hang on, hang on. You might actually have line of sight. I'm pretty eye. sure I do. And I can command those missiles to just... She, she just has to see a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You just barely have line of sight. That That's just perfect lining up right there. I can barely so, even see this man. Bah! Magic missile. You kill him. Yeah! He splatters everywhere. Yeah. What level of magic missile did you do? Third. <laughs> yeah. He only had two hit points left. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> Second you said magic missile, I'm like, yep, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. As you just see this darkness go. <laughs> and just, it's like a puff of exploding <laughs> smoke or something. <laughs> in all directions. Um... If it's dumb but it works, is it really that stupid? And uh, your automaton friend goes, Wait. What? Something's coming back to me. Oh no. I remember that room. Oh no. You, 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 oh no. You have until this time tomorrow before that book tries to grab somebody again. Oh no. What do you guys do? I leave. Goodbye. (laughs) <laughs> um, at this point Mercer grabs you know, he reaches in the scroll mm-hmm. and grabs another piece of paper since he filled up the last one and goes I'm getting it well since <laughs> I'm going to attempt the lock on the door which is locked <laughs> you just write a bunch of random uh. letters and <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> you... I didn't okay. know it was possible to get tongue-tied right in. So he proceeds to go in there and he's just like... Alright, so back to this. So now here's the question for you. You just saw a bolt of lightning across the sky. How do you want to do this? What do you mean? Do you want to continue with the rolls that I have already done? Nope, we're going to start over because that okay. was my mistake. Then the bardic inspiration was never used. Correct. Oh. I have no problem giving that back to you because that was my mistake to begin with. Yes, it was. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so he's going to walk over there. So he comes back into here. This thing back he, uh, on. He actually... Uh, before, that, he, before he does this, mm-hmm. he writes on a piece of paper, does anyone have any magical abilities to enhance my abilities? Sorry, man. Oh, wait. Remind me what skill it is to use thieves' tools to... Uh, it's just a, it's a, just a D20 roll. A straight D20? Yeah, D20 plus your proficiency to use the tools. Now, you can, as the DM, you can say, well, 
unlocking a lock is very is a dexterous thing, so you can use your dexterity modifier. It's all up to how you decide to do this. But normally it's just... What's it say on here? Well, yeah. it says dexterity checks, so I just assumed you were already doing a basic dexterity check. No, because normally it's just a straight D, D20 plus your proficiency with the tools. Okay. Um, it's giving me a specific attribute, so we're going to say D20 plus your dexterity modifier and proficiency and your proficiency because you are proficient with thieves tools yes. correct okay yeah. so locked on kind of looks around at everybody i might be able to but at the same time if it doesn't work correctly um some other random effect might happen i can give you mercer just shrugs he, he's like writes on the paper i don't care yeah, he really doesn't okay. care. He holds out that mechanical arm of his. Mm -hmm. Right? Small carved arcane runes that you did not see before begin to glow, starting from the shoulder down to the hand, and slowly, it's like an energy buildup. Mm -hmm. And it waves through, so it starts here at the shoulder, builds up down to the hand, right? And then you see, like, the end of that wave start to... And it fade... Those runes start to fade away as the energy builds into his hand. And he's just like... I gotta roll. Whoo! 17. Thank you. And, um... <coughs> he, uh... Just kind of goes... Mercer doesn't feel any sort of negative energy of any kind, but just oh feels my. empowered in some way. Mm -hmm. right. You have advantage on your first check. Cool. Right. And Celine's like, you got this. Twenty. That's a success. So we're at one. Success. Mercer rolls up a piece of paper. Think you can do it again? Who's he looking at? Locke. Locke? Because Locke's the one who just empowered him. <sighs> Celine's like, I can only inspire you. Locke's Blade like, Ward! What? Blade Ward. I can do that. What's Does Blade Ward do? Okay. I'm thinking like, you know, bless, guidance. Oh, I ain't got that, no. That's not my jam. <laughs> Is that what you want, is guidance? Uh, it, it has to be a sorcerer spell, for starters, if you want Locked On to try to use it. He'll take any, I mean, he'll take any anything that has, like, the, the advantages. Well, that's is what I'm saying. I don't have the phone in front of me, so I can't tell if it's a sorcery spell or not. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think it is. Uh, man, man. No. The, the, he, he has enhanced ability, which, um... What level is it? Second level. Enhance ability? Yep. Which, basically, he could do Cat's Grace, which the target gets advantage on dexterity saving throws. 
and it's concentration for one hour. So, like, if he can cast that, if he can do, he, if he can do the enhance ability, then... Well, it doesn't say dexterity saving throw, because if it said saving throw, then this wouldn't work. Yeah, it is. It the, says, tar the target has advantage on dexterity checks. That's correct. But you're not making a dexterity saving throw. You're doing a skilled... Which is still based off dexterity, so it's I, still yeah. a dexterity check. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but a dexterity saving throw is a very specific role. No, the way this works is any type of dexterity check, whether it's a saving throw... A I know, that's why I'm agreeing with you. You're right, Cat's Grace would work. Yeah. But when you said saving throw, I said, no, you're not making saving throws here. Well, you're yeah, doing I just, skill checks. Yeah, I'm just going through the. I was going through the list. Yeah, it, it would still work. Okay, so so like if he can do that. Okay. Because then he only has to do it once, and then I have it for an hour. Well, as long as he concentrates on it. Right. He goes. All right. As he starts to shake his arm, try this again. <sighs> Oh boy! Uh oh. He turns into a block plant. <laughs> uh, no, he does not cast those. Mercer, not Mercer. Lockdown puts his hand out. Same thing as before. The arcane runes start to build up from the shoulder, down the bicep, forearm, into the hand. His whole arm is glowing, and then you see the tail end of that energy build up into his hand. And he's like, Geez. and at the last possible second, there's not enough time to react to it. But he's just like, you crap. <laughs> and Web, the spell goes. And hits Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap, man! Dang it! Mercer shrugs. Um. Now you have to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy! Against his spell save DC to escape the web. Uh, no, that's only going to be a twelve. A what? That's a 12. I don't get out of the web. Ah. I'm pretty sure Locke's spell save is about like mine. So, What's yours? 16. No, his is less than yours. Well, I figured it was relatively close. He goes, ah, <sighs> Hang on. I can fix this. He walks over. Yeah. Casts produce flame in his hand, reaches down, touches it to the flame, and 
looks at Mercer and goes, do you want me to try to help you again? you got to be kidding me. Oh, uh, okay, this is the last time, because this is using up spell slots when I try to do this. Here we go again. Uh, okay. He holds his hand out. And this time he has his hand like an inch away from Mercer's head. All open palm and everything. It's just like... Poof! And you almost feel his hand tap you on the forehead as now you feel the Cat's Grace spell flood over you. It's like, yeah, 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 just hurry up. And so he's like, you got this. And that's going to be a, uh, let's see, that's 25. That's a success. And you know, you know the, the like, you know, where they're cheering, they're like, and you get that, that cheerleader who's just, just, you know, so enthusiastic. You can do it. You can do it. Rah, rah, rah. That's what Celine does as she goes. <coughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Success. Ha! <laughs> Mercer sits there and looks at the word and goes. Oh, uh, flips birdie again. Yep, because he can't <laughs> say anything, but everyone knows what that means. So, has everybody come into this room by now? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Celine's in here. I, I, I'm gonna. If you guys don't want to be in this orientation. Tell me, but I'm just gonna kind of put you all. Yeah, Celine's always in towards the back. Okay. Let me turn the pages here. Barrel's obviously up here with the back. <clears throat> Mercer gets the door unlocked and everything, and uh, just as he goes to open the door from behind you, everybody hears, "Oh my! Um, please don't!" Uh, uh, oh crap! And it just falls to the ground real quick. Okay. And you guys stupid far else. Turn around. Frickin' A. Oh man. Close this up real quick. second here. Okay. Erase all of this because I don't need it on there anymore. Uh, the blue seems to work pretty well. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, your battle mat does not like the black marker. Mm. I think it depends on the black. Hmm. Say. Oh, yeah, you don't well, have a paper towel on you. I, I think it was these markers that were bleeding through onto the mat? Most most of them. Like, I have, like, I've tried these. I've tried the regular Expos. Like, well, anything. Mean, the black side of my Expos are perfectly fine. Yeah. It was the black from this one that seems to have smeared onto the corner. Yeah, I, you probably spray with the Windex cleaner and clean it. Okay, well, I, I have it's one fine right thing. All right. Da-da-da. <coughs> This real quick. Uh, 
piece. Um, this time when uh, when you guys well you guys can't really see them Celine would be able to see them you can tell that there isn't a monk with any of these guys anyone new or just the acolytes or whatever they it's were. just far off acolytes this time <laughs> she goes it's the piss ants <laughs> <laughs> All right, so everybody initiative. Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't roll well. What did Esther get? Five. Uh, Celine? Uh, she's got a 16. Is it back? Seven. Mercer? Eleven. No. Sorry, twelve. Twelve. Well, this is off to a very interesting start. <clears throat> so, the Far Elves are going first. Followed by Celine. Um, then Mercer. What is the back's dexterity? Yeah, 16. 16? Alright, she's going to go fourth, locked on will be fifth, and tailing up the end will be Esther. So, this one, he's out of commission right now, stays right where she's at, because she can see Celine. This one moves to right here, and this one moves to right here. So these two being, what was that? Oh, the water bottle. So these two being over here on the far side of the table are going to have half cover mm -hmm. from the table. Um, So the first one is going to take a shot at Celine because she can't see anybody else. Pretty sure an eight is going to miss. Barely, but yes. Um, one of them is going to take a long shot at Mercer. Uh-oh. Okay, he didn't critically fumble, but he completely missed. What'd he get? I rolled a 1, and then I rolled a 19 okay. to overcome the critical fail. So he went to shoot, and that's where Mercer... If, if they hadn't gotten Mercer's attention before, they did now. As Mercer kind of is looking at the door, and all of a sudden sees a bolt go... <coughs> and right above his head, like, what the... Turns around, sees a far elf go... Flips you off. 
<laughs> Actually, I guess it's it's like this. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have two hands. I got I got to get I got to get like a hand attachment for this thing. Um, that was something I was going to tell you about. Mercer doesn't know this yet, but I will out of game tell you this. There is a potential chance for you to get a functional mechanical hand. Yeah. However, if you recall, when I said you got the cannon, you had enough spaces to have up to, f um, including the cannon, four different attachments to that arm. So I could have a shield on attached. No, it has to be a warforged armament. Shield doesn't come up as a warforged armament. Yeah, it did. Are you sure? Yeah, because the ice shield. Huh? Yeah, there were shields. Not, not saying shields that you have. I'm saying when you look up Warforged Armament, it gives you a list of what can be ca what can be constituted as a Warforged. Yeah, armament. you gave me shields before. There was one that there was a shield that provided a cool mist. Those were Dragonforged armaments. That's what you're saying. They no Warforged armaments. It's a specific oh. item that comes out of one of the books. Oh, okay. Oh, Dragonforged now. armaments came out of Forge of the Dragon Lord. Okay, okay. Very different thing. Sorry, I was... My apologies, I thought you that's what you were I mean, if, you were to look, to. if it says shield on that list, you're more than welcome. I'm going to have to go look it up, but yeah. Um, but, including the cannon, you can have up to four different attachments. One of which is obviously going to be the cannon. The other three being Warforged armaments. If you wanted to bypass that and have those other three attachment options all transitioned into one mechanical hand. Basically, be those three flipped out would be a mechanical hand, and then that would flip back into your arm and the cannon would flip out. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, let me, let me look at the list. Obviously, magic plays a major role in this, because that just, yeah. Oh, excuse me. So it's not an armament. That was my mistake. It's an arm blade. Um, and we are going to slightly homebrew it because uh, of the attunement aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Because, um, one, you're not a warforged. And two, the only reason why you have that cannon is because of artificial chaos magic. Mm -hmm. And I only say artificial because it wasn't the natural way from the Severn construct <laughs> that caused you to get it. It was you screwing around with multiple schools of magic and specific chaos magic to cause it to happen. Um, so any common weapon that is a blade. Or no. This just, not, it not just says any one-handed melee weapon. Yeah, but it should be a common weapon, shouldn't it? It, uh... No, so it's it's a, it's a common item. Oh, okay, okay. For a warforged, um, but in your case, it would have to be a weapon that you're already proficient with, which isn't a whole lot. Yeah, but um, but what I'm saying is, if you wanted to bypass using various types of warforged arm blades, yeah, and use all three slots for a hand, for a hand, I would do that. Okay, there is potential for that to happen. You guys have not reached that point yet. That's fine. And 
Because the only reason why I say there's a potential is because something has to happen, and it's based off of a random roll. So nothing has happened up to this point. No, that's fine. But the hand will be. I have no need for the additional weapons. Mm-hmm. I need the hand is more. Right. Yeah. Now, if I were to extend it and say ranged weapons like crossbow or something, I'd still would rather have the hand. Okay. Just because you want your hand back. Well, <laughs> it, it, there's more benefits for me having because I don't use. Generally speaking, I don't use ranged weapons. I use my my arcane cannon. Mm-hmm. I use I, occasionally I use the hand can. The, the hand can originally when I made it or we we forged it, um, is because I was just you know I was like, ooh, let's try this, and it's like, ooh, I got a cool new toy. Right. Um, but like conceptually, like I have my little, like I normally have my my little hand or my cannon attached to my hand mm-hmm. you know thinking like Iron Man style yeah right now I'm more War Machine because I can't have it you're a cross between War Machine and Mega Man right now yeah well I'm both because it sits like when I do have it it sits here attached mm-hmm. to my shoulder with a Mega Man hand cannon yeah I just thought of something, and but conceptually, it'd be kind of cool if the cannon, like, kind of like sits there and like spreads apart for a second, and a hand rotates out and like kind of shrinks back, and so I'm like, yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. What book are the uh, archetypes for Artificer out of? Uh, Tasha's uh, Cauldron of Everything, because there's the Battlesmith, the Artillerist, um, the Alchemist. I'm pretty sure there's a few UA ones too. Well, they, they that's they started in UA and became written into official rules, which is well, I mean, like the and list then, I have has more than just those three. Are you that's, recording all this? I'm recording right now. If that's what you're oh, asking. Wow. And then the battlesmith. So you got the or sorry, you got the armor, the battlesmith, the art of, or artillerist, and the alchemist. Okay. Like I said, I think I still have a few UA ones because there's more on the list that I have in that app. Really wish I had that phone on me right now. God, I'm gonna be kicking myself for this. But yeah, having that, getting my hand function, that would be okay. Like I said, there's a chance. Yep. It's a random chance, but a chance. Okay. Um. Last far elf. I had to wait till you came back because the last far elf is shooting at Esther. Oh, okay. Pretty sure a nine misses. Yeah, it does. What's Esther's AC? 14, 16. 16. Why does she have a 16 AC? Oh my god, every time, every time. It's like her draconic resilience and she's a bronze dragonborn and stuff. So she gets Her bloodline heritage yes. or something like that gives her extra AC. Right. natural armor. That, well, I mean, when you think of sorcerer, you don't expect armor to go up. So, yeah. like for Lockdown, he's a stone sorcerer. So, naturally, that stone skin thing that he has it's not called stone skin but you know what i mean causes his ac to be um instead of it being like with most armors a certain number plus the dexterity or something Mm -hmm. it's plus his uh charisma modifier and his charisma's up a lot higher so that's why i asked okay so that one missed yeah and mercer sees that one shoot too but that one drives into the side of the wall at an angle from missing and it is 
Celine's turn. She's like, oh, okay, mage armor. <laughs> Is that her turn? Yeah. Okay. She's gonna like kind of like tuck into the corner to get more coverage from the 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 door. Okay. Uh, Mercer's turn. Mercer's gonna sit there and look over at the one who just tried shooting at him. He's just like <clears throat> with and, the hand cannon. Yep, because he can attack with that. Nice. And that's gonna be a twenty-five to hit. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, why didn't he wait till now to use the hand cannon? Doesn't always think about it. <laughs> um, I just admit you forgot. Quick question no. of curiosity, because you do need to decide this before you make the attack roll normally. Are you doing thunder or force with the hand cannon? Mm, we'll go force. Okay. You said you rolled a 20? Uh... No, because you said I roll with my spell attack modifier, so that's that's a uh, um, twenty-five to hit. Uh, no, I, I was asking. Did you say you rolled a twenty? No, no, I rolled. Okay, yeah, no. All right, um, let me write this down real quick. You do hit, by the way. And we are treating this as a spell, essentially, correct? And the reason I asked that is because I'm rolling with my spell attack modifier. However, would, normally with ranged weapons, you get your dexterity. You would fire it the same way you would fire your Eldritch Cannon. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, so just four points of force damage. All right, hang on just a sec here. And then he needs to make a DC 12 strength check. Just a sec. You said you hit him for four, yep. right? And you said a strength check? Yep. Probably gonna make it. No, he got a two. Okay, no, that's a tw yeah, it's a DC twelve. So no, he's knocked prone. He's knocked prone. Yep. <laughs> so you watch as this small little orb of force goes traveling through the air and just all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> and he hits the wall just like, <laughs> got him. Oh. And goes down. Yeah. He goes down. Uh. <coughs> Mercer just has this big old grin on his face like. <laughs> Good uh, job, man. And then he's gonna crouch. Oh. Crouch. Yeah. So now they have to look over. They have to try to look through uh, Locke and Esther to see him. Because he's only four foot tall. Um. No, they are in direct. This one is in direct line to you. So he's the only one who could potentially hit you. Correct. Locke but is not even in that line of sight right there. The door is only five feet wide right here. Lock is over Yeah, here. but Esther's right in my line. Yeah. And if I duck... 
You know, no, I get what you're saying. You, but you said Locke and Esther. Oh, I'm sorry. Telling you, Locke has well, nothing to do from, with it. From, like, from my angle, it looks like they're both in my way. But wow. So, yeah, he kind of just crouches a little bit like, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> All right. Um, that was Mercer's turn. Zabak. All right. What is Zabak doing? Zabak attack. But what is she doing? She's going to move through people to get to... Her? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, Rage! Um, and at this point, Beryl, becoming very familiar with these guys, floats over here to Mercer, just kind of crouches down, looks at Mercer, and goes, <laughs> He just looks at him like... Yeah. <laughs> Nod, smile, thumbs up. <laughs> you said rage. Um, swing to hit. Time to die. Yeah, it's gonna be twenty-three to hit. That's a hit. Yes, it is. That's gonna be seven shock. And then just seven shock. She's still adding. Now, eight and then 18 more. So, 25. 25. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to do math here. Oh, da 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 da. Have a little eraser, mm -hmm. just an eraser. No. Don't the tips of those have eraser? These don't. These do. There's erasers on the tips of your new ones too. I've always yeah. just used paper towel, and I use a little bit of squeegee. Yeah. I've got. I just. I didn't want to have to keep switching back and forth, but it doesn't matter. All right. So. What the heck? And for my second attack, oh yeah, that's huh. gonna be 24 to hit. There you go. The erased green marker from this smeared into your battle map. Yeah, see, that's why. It's I good. didn't even write in mar in green marker; it just smeared off of the eraser. Oh, great, gross. Wow. Okay. So for my second attack. Four to hit. That's a hit. Yes, it is. That's gonna be four shock and sorry. Sorry. Ten damage, so fourteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, and that's all I can do. Marker all over my hands. How dare you? Yeah, so this lady's really, really peeved off with uh, her back right now. 
and it is is the back doing anything else or is that it that's it it is Lockdown's turn. Alright, so. He just kind of <clears throat> turns, looks directly at her, and goes, Alright. I'm honestly just. Over it. Over it. Uh, <coughs> he is going to oh those are both concentration spells he can't do that um is he still concentrating on the cat's grace thing yep or did he is he letting that no go? he let that go as soon as you successfully got the door to open got it or got sure. it unlocked I should say um yeah he's going to uh two sorcery points true strike on himself as a bonus action and then pick up the uh his uh, dragon forged uh, or dragon rock warhammer, and just kind of walk right over to this one. It's kind of like that Terminator moment where you see the Terminator walking down the street with a uh, 12 gauge shotgun and just dead eye glare as you hear boom! He just kind of As he tries to hit. Oh, you tease me. Hmm. 30-20. Nice. I wanted a natural 20. Dang it. Alright, one, two, three. And you're teasing me some more. Uh. 10, 12. Da-da-da-da-da. Still not looking too terribly good. It's a little bit worse for wear. Um, and it's Esther's turn. Alright. Man, this is some crap. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got.
thunderclap on her in the back. Her? Yeah. Just, okay, so just because I was role-playing it, you don't have to change up your spells every time. Mm, Alright, fine. Magic missile! It's completely up to you, it's just that's how Locked On would look at it. So that's how I'm role-playing Locked On. Magic missile! At her? Or at her? Yes. Tell you which is which. Nine points on the one in front of the back. And eleven on the one in back. Okay, so we did nine to her uh -huh. and eleven points to her. to this point really not looking too good. Thank you. Hey, got any grapes? Alright. Back up to the top of the line. Their turn. Um, okay, so one of them as a bonus action is going to Misty Step right here behind the back she's going to sidestep five feet to here ah, shoot so the one that was prone stood up and then missy step yes <clears throat> technically he wouldn't have to stand up to cast misty step though he'd have to be able to see where he's going who says he can't look under the table? Who says the table doesn't have a little shroud thing in it and he can't see past it? It's a fancy table. Most fancy tables. DM make call. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Either way, regardless how you want to look at it, he's able to do it. No, I just, I just wanted well, to give me a hard time. Eh. It was just more of a. You just said he missed. He stepped. It was just more. Oh, of, okay. He's pro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Half his movement stands up, misty step. In this one time, no, I'm not intentionally trying to <laughs> give you a hard time. That shit grin on your face says otherwise. Well, now I am. Because <laughs> you brought it up. But beforehand, I wasn't. <clears throat> so, at this point, Zabak has made herself an excessively big threat to these guys. Yep. So, the two that have her flanked are both going to try to hit her. Oh. <clears throat> I'm just going to say this right now. I cannot make any promises for Zabak. She's raging. You're going to have to do close to like 100 or some points of damage. Uh, no. Like 70, man. Yeah. yeah, but you're raging, so you take half oh, damage. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't say this. I should say this. Um, she pulls a short sword out, as uh -oh. does him. 
So they both get two attacks each. Oh, That's why I'm saying. Um, she missed with the first one because I'm pretty sure. Thirteen misses. Yeah. Sure does. Second attack. Twelve is gonna miss. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Um, then the guy. That's gonna be a hit. Oh. It rolled a nineteen by itself. And then second hit is gonna be a dirty nineteen. Oh. So both of those are gonna hit. this out of the way. I'm going to give you numbers. Start writing them down because you're going to have to add these all up. Okay? okay. So the first number is 7. Okay. Second number is 9. Oh no. I don't like this. That's how much damage you've taken so far. I know. And then I need a con saving throw. Oh, Alright. Con, you say. Oh, oh, oh. And that's going to be an 18, my dude. Okay, you make it. Heck yeah, I do. It's still a lot of damage. Jeez. 15... 20, what? 26, 27, but you're also raging, so 26 divided by 2 is 13, rounded down is 12, divided by 2 again because you made the saving throw, 6 points of poison damage. Okay, so okay, that first hit you rolled 14 and cut it in half for me at 7, right? No, he's just giving no. value, so you can oh, cut okay. those in half okay. too. No, I you're, yeah. You're not taking it like you're not taking a ton of damage. They dished out a ton of damage, and they could have done way worse, but you're not taking a whole lot of damage. Is that it then? Uh, that was for the first attack. Oh wow! Okay. The second attack is going to be significantly less. It's another seven, so three. And that's going to be 10, so that split in half is 5. Nice. Now, the back didn't take a whole lot of damage, but she knows that they kind of pulled out the big guns to try to hit her. <clears throat> and then... Okay. I'm going to roll a percentile die in Mercer's favor. 50-50 chance that now with Locked On standing there between Zabak, Locked On, and Esther, the three of them give him at least half, if not three quarters, cover. But don't forget I'm crouched. Yeah. So I was, I, I mean... Pretty good chance. So, I mean, 
30 or above. Okay. 87, okay. Three quarters cover is what, a plus four to your AC? Uh, let me check here in a second. DM screen. Uh, cover, half cover is a plus two. Plus three, five. Plus five and dexterity saving throws against attacks and effects that originate on the opposite side of the cover. Yep. So I, I looking real good. All right. She is still going to try to take a shot at you because, as far as they know, you still are a threat to them. <laughs> Mercer laughs at him. Well, it's a... It's 23 to hit. I want to double check one thing real quick. Okay. Da, 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 spells. You checking to see if your shield spell is a... Uh... Yep, I'm just double checking. I know it has somatic components. Verbal. So yeah, it hits me. Right <laughs> on the nose. Because uh... well, 23 is my AC with that. Plus oh, five. man. So I, I gotta ask, is Mercer beginning to regret being Mercer after this? No. Okay. You th- you, if that's the case, you think he, he would have been playing this uh, cautious this entire time. He's just like... Forbidden. I mean, think about it. He's completely cut off from, like, any spell he could normally cast. Not even his simple but commonly used firebolt. He'll survive. <laughs> okay, so it is a hit. So, initial damage for him. Of course. Of course. A whopping four points piercing, and I need a con saving throw. This is a magic, is it? No. Just making sure. A con... Fifteen. Nice. Well, the DC is a fifteen. Tie goes to the player. Yes. <laughs> Technically, tie goes to whoever's having to make it. So you'll take half of this. And that's still a lot of damage. My gosh. Wow. Gee, Merry Christmas. Okay. <clears throat> Just give me the total and I'll have it. Yeah. I gotta figure it out here first. What's half of 36? 18. 18. So you take 18 points poison damage. Ouch. And she just kind of looks at you going... (laughs) As both of you are just giving birdies back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay, um... That's his new nickname, Mercer the Mime. Oh no. He's gonna get himself. Mr. Mercer Mime. Yep. 
He's he's gonna he's gonna go get himself a pinstripe suit. Okay. Um, it is Celine's turn. Ugh. Um. Yeah, she can see the the one to the side of Zavak, right? Right here. Yep. Yes. Okay. She and out of the three of them, that's the one that's really not looking good. Okay. Let's see. I've not used any sight. Oh, uh, yes, I have. Um, I've done that. <clears throat> yeah, she's gonna do a first level spell. Uh, Disorient whispers. I need a uh, wisdom saving throw, please, from her. Wisdom. Pretty sure she made it. I rolled a nineteen. Yeah. That's so what she, she got is a nineteen. She'll take half damage. Okay. Ten, five point psychic. Five. Okay. My board. Right. Is she doing anything else? Uh. Bonus action, play a Mercer, healing word. Even after making the save, Mercer's not looking good? Uh, I mean, that was 22 points of damage. So, she can quickly just... Okay. I got you. Um, and that's nine back. And now she's done. Okay. Um, now it's Mercer's turn. Mercer looks at the one who just shot him with the arrow. As he crouches back up for a second. Mm-hmm. Boom! <laughs> now, here's here's the kicker. That's fine. It's a it's a twenty-eight to hit him. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nineteen, plus nine. Plus nine. Plus nine. So that that's. A... Do you get your bonus from your pistol to your? Yeah, because it's in my other hand. It's my arcane spell focus. Even if I don't, even if you say I don't get the plus one from it. I'm just trying to figure out how you get the uh, the bonus from the pistol to something that's not a spell that you're. Well, because it's a, because it's using my spell attack modifier, so it would it would classify through that. Gotcha. Okay. That's why. But if you want to say no, it's still plus eight. Still twenty-seven. Either way, it's going to hit. So. Me a strength saving throw, please. Ten. So takes nine points of damage, and get knocked on her butt as Mercer just sits there is like. And ducks down. <laughs> as they have a, uh, they have a birdie battle. <laughs> he even goes he even goes as far as like mm. and like springs it up on her. Jeez. Alright, so she's knocked Pro. prone and you said she took how much? Nine points. Okay, um 
Okay. Zabak's turn. Alright. <coughs> Our left. Yeah, I don't think we're finishing this tonight. Huh? I don't think we're finished. I think you're safe. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I knew we weren't going to finish it. Alright, I'm going to take a swing at Miss Ma'am again. Ooh, that's a 19 to hit. Uh, that's a hit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's going to be two points of lightning, shocking, whatever. And then another 14, so 16. You kill her. Oh, heck yeah, I do. She fought down Gopal. And then Zabak wheels around on the other guy. And that's a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, I know. And that's going to be four points of lightning. 18 slashing. So that's 22 points total. On him? Uh -huh. uh, 22, you said? And that's is a back's whole turn. Uh -huh. Alrighty. Lockdown's turn. He uh, he looks back at Mercer real quick. Looks up at her. Looks back at Mercer and he goes, "You want a closer shot?" Okay, don't resist this. Boom. Vortex warp. Damn. Right there. And then he goes, oh. Wait a minute. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Ooh. That's something he definitely can do. He can't. Uh, he can't help Mercer by putting something on Mercer, but he can certainly help by uh, putting something on her. Uh, where's my player's handbook? I gotta look up a spell. F F F I F E. How tall's the table? Huh? How tall is the table? Same height as this. Sweet, so Mercer's head's just above it. He's only this... He's four foot tall. I thought you said he was three feet. No, he's four foot. Or, sorry, you're right, three foot. So, yeah, he's like... his he's head's a yardstick. Just, yeah, yeah, so he's only... Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Okay, so she needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Dang it, she makes the dexterity saving throw. Jeez. He uh, tried. He expended two spell slots to try and cast something on her, and she made the saving throw. It happens. <sighs> it is Esther's turn. All right. Man, I'm getting real tired of this crap. 
This is my last magic missile, all on Mr. Bad Boy behind the back. Nineteen points of damage. On this guy? Uh-huh. What'd you roll to hit? That was magic missile for Esther. Oh! Um, Esther cannot see him. She moves to where she can see him. You're going to be doing a lot of difficult moving because you got to move through Lockdown, Esther, and Mercer. It's not difficult train if we allow her to pass through. Yeah. As a player, uh, going through players, it's a five-foot space. You can easily shift. Like, we just do a simple body turn as she passes by. Okay. Excuse so she's going to come all the way out to here? Yeah. Okay. So that's 5, 10, 15, 20. Turns back over to here and... Blam! All right. 19. points <clears throat> of damage. 19? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what? I already picked up my dice. That was what I said Yes. Really, right? Yes, okay. you did. All right. Give me just a sec here. Okay. All right, and that will take it back up to the top of the line and make it their turn. all of a sudden realizes that he's screwed. Uh-oh. She sees the situation and goes crap. So she 5, 10, 15, 20 Misty steps to right here and then takes the da oh, Misty steps as a bonus action. I should make that clear. And then her action, she dashes. Ooh. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, all the way up to here. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's not where the door's at. 10, 15, 20, 60. She gets right to the doorway. Nice. I had to go back and read it. Apparently the doorway is underneath this uh, table right here. Mm. So it's like an overhead structure that goes over the doorway. I didn't really agree with how that was described. That's fine. At all, but um, yeah. And uh, he watches her do this. He's like, are you disengages question if he disengages can he still move through your guys' space? He can but the problem is it's considered difficult terrain and it disengages an action he can't get through Esther blocks him out on the 30 marker Hey I Why not? So walk, walk me through that again. So as an enemy mm -hmm. trying to pass through a 
<coughs> like our squares, they're considered difficult terrain. Right. So even if he disengages, it's still considered difficult terrain. So Zabak is 10, I'm 20, Esther's 30. He can't stay in that square. He can't do it. He's hosed. Because it disengages your action, so he can't dash. And because he would end up in that square, he can't do it. Fair enough. Um, so he is in the worst... Well, let me check something here real quick. See how often they can Misty Step? No, I, I already know they can only do it uh, once per long rest. Um, checking something else here. Well, I said that table is only two and some odd number inches feet tall. Yeah, about 28 inches. So he disengages and he just kind of. Well, be 5, 10, 15, 20. Still 30. Yeah, but he still got past you guys. Yes, but he can't get past Esther. On this turn, you're right. No, he can't. But, yeah, that's his turn. He's just trying to survive at this point. <laughs> I doubt he's going to, but he's trying. Um, and that makes it Celine's turn. Can Celine see part of him? Where she is at? Uh, Just no. No, she can't. I mean... It... Mind you, Mercer's only three foot tall. So as long as she can kind of see around... It's not that that I'm seeing. It's the wall right here. Locked on being right in front of her and reaching out the doorway and him being on the opposite side of the table right here. Well, yeah, but the table, like you said, is only this high. So, again, it's no... The, the table cannot be used as an obstacle for her not to see him. No, but he can still use the table for cover. She can technically see him, but he would definitely have three-quarters cover. Doesn't need it. Wisdom saving throw. As long as she can see him, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Sixteen. Oh, on the money. <laughs> he doesn't get a bonus to wisdom, so it's a straight roll for him. Nine, that would be eight. So four points psychic damage as she discerns and whispers him. You said four. Yeah. Four. Nickel and dime, or I guess in this case, four pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, is she doing anything else? Uh, no, not at the moment. Mercer's turn. Looks like it's disadvantage in force cannon. Sixteen? No, sorry, seventy. Seventeen. Yep, you hit. 
11 points force damage and needs a uh, strength save, please. Bro. That's a natural 20. Dang it. He doesn't get knocked prone. And again, no bonuses, straight roll. Uh, you said 11 points? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's Mercer's turn. Zabak's turn. All right. <coughs> you oh. will have to move to get to him. I know. Well, I guess I'll push through Mercer and Esther then. You can, you can basically be 5, 10, 20. Or can I walk across the map? And you can be, well, you can pass through our spare, or you can go through our spaces because you're the player character. And then you can go through his space, his difficult terrain, so 20, go right next to him and have advantage right, to crush his skull. In. Yep, I'm going to do it. Okay. 12 to hit. 12? Yep. That's a miss. I know. Ha-ha! That's going to hit. That's going to hit. That's 18 plus uh, that's 25. 25 to hit. Totally misses. I know. So that's <laughs> going to be 4 points of lightning and 16 slashing, so 20 points total. You kill him. Heck yeah, I do. Correct. <coughs> he fought the uncle. Alright. Um, if you really want to, you can take the rest of your movement and go that way through the door and start okay. chasing. Ah! I give chase. <coughs> How much movement did I have left? Have left you moved 20, you have oh, a 40, right? No, I can only. Yeah, I can move. Oh, yeah, I can move 40. Forgot about so, that. 5, 10, 15, okay. 20. So you can go in and swing just past the door. Yep. So you could get to right here if you wanted to. Yes. <clears throat> okay. And you see her just as she's about to go through the doorway. Uh uh uh. <sighs> I can't do anything else though, so it's like it. Yeah. Locked on's turn. Well, <clears throat> Yeah, so he goes to right here in front of Zabak. Nice. Sees her and goes, No. <coughs> what? And she has to make a wisdom saving throw. Whole person. She fails. Gotcha. Ah. All right, I got her help. Somebody go take her out. Help is on the way, Daddy. <laughs> and it's Esther's turn. Oh man, I think the heck not. Esther's gonna run out thirty feet. Up towards her. Uh huh. 12, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We're all doing this weird game of leapfrog where each person goes ahead of the other. People. Rips the star off of her coat. Get fucked, bitch. Okay, so. Uh, 
so. Twenty-four points of damage. How much? Twenty-four. Okay. Alrighty. Back up to the top. Her turn. She does not make the save, so... Celine's turn. She's going to come out and go down along the edge of the wall. So she's not playing Leapfrog. Right to here? She can move 30, right? Yes. That's as far as she can get then. Okay, that's fine. And then... um, How's she looking? Her? Yes. Um... She looks like she wouldn't be able to take two solid swings from Zabek's great sword. Okay. Aha! Then, and she's not wearing any metal, correct? Oh wait, what's her? What's the weapon she has in her hand? She had the light crossbow out. Okay. She never had one of the short swords out. Okay. Well, she has a fire boulder. Yeah, that's a uh, twenty-seven to hit. Well, she's currently paralyzed, so you do have advantage. That's only on a five foot. You gotta be within five foot for the melee. Oh. range. Okay. Uh, 15 points fire. Okay. Oh, this is the moment where I wish Mercer could talk. Hmm. Ooh, it's close. It's very, very close. I don't expect her to survive at this point, but just the fact that she's been able to draw this out and only by a sheer miracle that Lockdown was able to grab hold of her and be like, Nope! Well, at the same time, one of the other, you know, kind of major firepower is completely depleted of his ability to spell cats. (laughs) There is one small little thing that I can think of that he could do that would make him a little bit more effective and just hasn't done it yet. Don't think he can do it. I think it requires, I think, I don't think he can use his force cannon right now. His little one. Unless your class specifically says that you have to use verbal components to expend a spell slot in order to create... Well, you can initially create one. Go back and look at it. Because in my head, I'm thinking I can't can't make it right now. That's why I've not done it. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. Exhausting a spell slot to create the cannon... You 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 don't expend a spell slot to... The first time you summon one, or the, you know, or so you can you can. The first create. time it's just a freebie. Every time after that, you have to expend a spell slot to recreate it. Yep, you can take an action to magically create a small. Uh, 
I didn't say anything about saying anything. Yeah, see, I, that's the only reason why I haven't, because I, I, I was thinking I had, there was, okay. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Remember earlier when you were talking and all of a sudden I had that look on my face of pure confusion? Yeah. That's when it dawned on me, I was like, wait. His Eldritch Cannon doesn't require verbal components. He could have been using that this whole time. True. Eldritch that, Cannon. Yeah. Hand Cannon. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Ah. <coughs> uh. This is when you know it's really fun. I'm slap happy laughing. Yeah, you are. <sighs> okay. Who just took their turn? Celine? Yep. So it is Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to run out following the line on Celine. So right outside the door right here. Thank you, go. So. You can move 25 feet. 10, 15, 20, 25. So right in front of the door to his favorite room. And then he's going to uh, use his hand cannon. Which is going to be a uh, 25 to hit. That's a hit. Nice. Uh, That's 13 points. And she needs to make a strength saving throw, which she automatically fails. So she's just knocked over and paralyzed? Yep, fails strength saving throws. Autumn creature automatically fails. Yeah, so just boom! <laughs> Mercer just sits there and just. I'm picturing the. Um an NPC from, like, Oblivion or Skyrim when they get affected by the paralysis spell. Mm-hmm. They just freeze up and they fall over like a bottle and just... Yep, basically. Yep, and he just <laughs> he just sits there. Get, oh. you know, as usual, middle, middle finger. You said 13 points of damage? Yes. Okay. And then, She's still alive. Just... And then teeters over. Oh, she got the worst of it, though. <laughs> like, she's being made to suffer at this point. Yep. <laughs> That's what's and great about this. Trying. All right, it is the back's turn. Okay. You have a far elf who is paralyzed and prone. Downside, you can't get to her to attack. Oh, don't worry about it. Upside. Harpoon of returning. Javelin. Javelin. You knew what I meant. Oh, no. Well, she's prone, so I have advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's paralyzed, so you have advantage. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's, again, only within 19. five feet. How many? The advantage only comes from the from the paralyzed. It only comes in when you are... Uh... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. You're right. It does. Yep. Okay. It's the... If you're within five feet, you have a critical hit. Okay. Prone creatures' only movement option is to... Well, I, I'm looking at the wrong one here. Paralyzed. Incapacitated, can't move. Automatically fails strength and dexterity. Yeah, so you have, you're right. They have advantage. It's the it's the critical within five feet. Wait, well, wait a minute. Um, 
Attack rolls against the creature have advantage because she's paralyzed. An attack roll against a creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Otherwise, the attack roll is disadvantaged because she's also prone. Yes, yeah, so, so it's roll. a straight roll. Yeah. Well, I got a one. Okay, so roll to. I got a twelve when I roll next. Twelve plus your modifier. That'd be nineteen. Okay, so you don't critically fail. Good. Um, second attack. Again with the javelin, because it returned to me. That's going to be 17 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Yes, it is. Uh, javelin of returning. I forgot to look at its stats. Don't fumble on the damage. Yeah, this is not great. What's your strength modifier? Well, I mean, 8 points. Does that include your strength modifier? You killed but you're her. raging, right? Oh, yeah, 16. So, plus two. Oh. So, ten. Ten points. Yeah, you kill her even more. Aha! You're really dead now. <laughs> so, you didn't hit her in the back. You hit her straight through the back of the neck. Nice. <laughs> dead. Mercer's just sitting there. <laughs> pointing and laughing. Silently. <laughs> uh, okay. So, now that's done. Celine's going to, as they pass through in the, um, the robot, uh-huh. the automaton, she sits there and goes, mend, 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 because she doesn't know how hard he got hit, and so since he's, mm-hmm. um, because I assume he's he's not considered as like a warforged, he's just considered as. No, he's just classified as a medium construct. So men would be the heel. Right. Um, yeah. After the first men, technically he'd have been up, but well, with all of those that you did... Because it would be a D8, basically, for each one. So she did three. 14, 18 points back to him. Yeah. He looks like he could use some more healing, but she—it's a cantrip. So yeah, so she, if she can just keep going until he's—that's another nine. Uh, yeah, keep doing that just because I want to know how long. It another takes. nine. Okay. Um. How many times have you rolled now? So that'd be two, four. This would be six, and that one is fifteen more points because it's only a D eight per. Right. Unless you roll a one, you should have him fully healed with one more. Three. Three. Okay, yeah. He's fully healed. Now, how, how many rolls was that total? Two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine. So, almost a minute later, she's finally got him healed to full. Yep. And he, you can see, like, him in somewhat pieces just slowly start to reform, stand up, and goes, Thank you. I appreciate that. She's just, she's no problem. Now, as everybody else is trying to make their way back in, and Mercer starts to walk by, Lockdown puts his hammer in front of Mercer, looks down at him, and goes, So help me if one more freaking thing attacks us because you do something stupid. Every hammer I've got is going to knock you on your butt. He just does the whole, 
like he's, you know, gawking his uh, hand cannon. He's just like, Come at me, bro. <laughs> Lockdown just throws his hammer back over his shoulder and starts to walk back through the other room. Mercer goes, <coughs> puts it away. Acts like he's, like, holstering it. <laughs> and at this point, cocky son of a gun. Well, you take into consideration. He has he has gone toe to toe with an ancient red worm. He done pretty good. His britches are way too big for his butt. You mean a red great worm? A great worm. <laughs> Either way. <coughs> uh, before we get back into that room. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, you know what? Never mind. Because Mercer did get the door unlocked. Yeah. Um, he's going to make one last investigation to see if it's been magically trapped. Oh, in here? Yeah. Okay. 21. Yeah, nothing's changed. Uh, he opens up the door. Except for the bolt that's still stuck in the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, opens up the door. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to throw you guys in here. And uh, looks in real quick. Does he see... Well, let me read the rest of this now. Now that you've opened up the door, broken remnants of furniture and clockwork librarians lay crumbled in the corners. Scorch marks mar the walls. Someone or something apparently attempted to force their way deeper into the library. Uh... You guys got past the door. You Yeah, that's it. You guys got into this room. Um so as you come into this room, do 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 you see I assume I need to do an investigation. stuff you guys were doing here you are supposed to do here oh, well Lord. we did it yeah you did it I just I had you set up in the wrong way this door was supposed to just be able to and walk right in oh, I mean either way you could you could have just totally said we did that none the wiser well, I mean, yeah, either way you still do it um, no this is what uh, when you guys are in this room okay this is where this guy goes, um, excuse me, uh, I don't remember what your name is. The, the, yeah, you, can you come over here for just a moment? Let me see your arm, please. The, the, the one without the hand. <laughs> can you fold your cannon in and just let the other three contraptions pop out, please? Here, let me just, and you, it 
feels really weird. Yeah. But it doesn't feel painful as he just kind of holds your arm and... And, like, from halfway of the forearm down, mm -hmm. your arm is now just missing. And he goes, hang on, hang on. And you hear chink, chink, chink as one of the broken uh, library golems, or library golems, clockwork librarians are busted in the corners. He pulls one of their arms off real quick and goes, hmm. Can I assist him? Not without having two hands available. Well, I just figured... Okay, so it takes three rounds, but you see him slowly start to work with the gears and the cogs and the nuts and bolts and everything. Yeah. And he slowly attaches a <laughs> clockwork librarian's arm onto your arm. Yes! He says, I don't know if it's going to function right away, but at least now you'll have an arm. Give it time for it to adapt and assimilate into this. So fold the hand in, bring your cannon back out, and give it time to... So I focus and... <laughs> Mercer just, he just sits there. <laughs> Does that whole, like, you know, fist pump, like, yeah! And he looks at Locke, and he's just like, Come on, blue boy. As you guys start to walk into here. As you walk through the next set of doors into this room, um, first thing I want to know is where in this room do you guys go exactly? Well, I see that giant contraption, right? You do. I'll read the description for the room. I just want to know where you guys are at. Mercer's going to go directly up to it. Okay. So Mercer's going to come up to right here. Now the interesting thing about this is that while this thing does look like it can be looked at and potentially used in some capacity, you don't see a way to be able to actually climb onto it or through it or anything like that. Yep. Now, quick question. Before we actually get there, mm -hmm. in that other room, this one, the, the really dirty looking one? Yeah. I wrote the, the, the construct. I know he's missing a piece in his head. Mm-hmm. Is that in that room? Like, when I was looking? No, you didn't see it in that room. And it doesn't look like it's a gear, correct? What? The piece, the piece that he's missing does not look like a gear, correct? You didn't check. No, because I checked his head earlier, like, when we were down the... When you um, first met him, way, way back yeah. when, he quickly showed you, and that was the last you had asked about it. Correct, but, like, I looked at that, so I would have an idea of what I appear is missing. Give me an intelligence check with your proficiency. It's going to be a 23. You take... He lets you take another look at the back of his head, and you're like, wait a minute. I think I have seen that before. Okay. Do I have, is it the gear? The gear? Yes. Which gear? The sprocket that had the lettering on it. Do you try to put it in? Yes. 
you go to put it in and it's like these little wire like hands come out grab hold of it pull it in and it just kind of sets in place and starts and all of a sudden he goes whoa whoa touches the back of his head he put my missing piece back in wow I and all of a sudden these it's almost like seeing how do I describe this so in some vampire movies especially the better ones with the, the good CGI not that cheap third-party crap um, when they show how a vampire comes back to life by being exposed to blood and you kind of see the veins and everything you start to see something but related to magic sort of kick back in to him a little bit. As soon as I notice that, the first thing I do is I grab that piece of paper that I've been writing on. Mm -hmm. I pull out my pocket real quick and I go, do you have the ability to cancel out the library's safety features that have been cast on a person? No. The power control room in the Forbidden Archives has the ability to turn off all of that. Which she then points to the Forbidden Archive that is open. Yeah, you go through that door, you go into the Forbidden Archives. But I will tell you this, though. You don't want to shut that off. That's what keeps the tower from falling out of the sky. He half, half you know, begrudgingly writes, fine. Seriously, you, you hit that switch, you shut off everything. He's like, okay. Um, and then... He's like, we'll talk more once, this, once the defense mechanism is cleared on me. Okay. And I did not know I was a spellcaster. Wow. Slightly. Only a few. Still trying to figure this all out. As he points to his head again. Mercer writes, it'll come back. <coughs> Hopefully so does your voice. Okay, so Mercer comes into here, looks at this. Does Celine follow with him? I mean, yeah. Right here. Where does Zabak and Esther, where in this room do they go? His back goes further in front, like about 10 feet in front of Mercer. So right here? Yeah. And then Esther is going to kind of stick next to Celine. Here. So this one. <clears throat> he stops, he looks at Mercer real quick, and he goes, Just out of curiosity, how did you know that that was my missing part? Specifically. He writes on there. Honestly, I guessed. Hmm. Well, okay. It worked. Fantastic. <clears throat> Barrel staying with Zabak. Because the, the initial, the, the, the letters on the gear did not make out to his name. Yes, it did. T-O-W. T-T-P. The one who turns the page. See, this is what happens when I keep getting the dude's name wrong. 
seriously, like I. <laughs> I, I I'm tired. <laughs> From the very beginning, I told you everything about this book. Puzzles, puzzles. I know. Puzzles. Puzzles and me are not friends. <laughs> Puzzles and me are next door neighbors with barbecues in the backyard all the time. <laughs> I'm not good at them, but I enjoy the crap out of them. I hate them. <coughs> Alright, finally getting to this. Brass gears of varying size protrude from the floors and the walls of this room. Thick metal pipes run haphazardly across the floor space near the ceiling periodically releasing blasts of steam a geared platform marked with runes sits in the center of the room okay so i do need to put that back in there if there's an exit from the room it must be hidden somewhere in the gears yeah so as soon as you guys come in here, the first few things you, that stand out to you is the ceiling itself, it sets 40 feet high, and the tangle of pipes hang 10 feet below it. Um, as you come into this room, Clockwork Sphinx comes straight down and just has a dead-eye glare staring at all of you. <coughs> Looks directly at you and says, this is as far as you are allowed to proceed. Trespassers are not allowed beyond this point. Mercer writes on a piece of paper. How do we pass? You turn around and leave. You have destroyed various parts of the library, stolen, desecrated, and destroyed more than I can bear to deal with any longer. He writes on, Mercer writes on his paper. What do we steal? You stole time gems. I told you from the beginning I would be watching. <laughs> Busted. Didn't steal them. They weren't freely given. You took them. You are no longer permitted. And with that you notice a white rune form on her head. And her wings jut out. Oh crap, man. This is the boss fight. Bro, we got in trouble. Initiative. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.